Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning as we continue to build towards a big Saturday night at Menangle featuring four groups highlighted by the Queen Elizabeth II mile for the open class pacing mares. Also, the New South Wales Oaks who set a blue cracker again this year and the two group one sprint qualifiers for the Miracle Mile, the Schweppes and the Allied Express sprints. First and second through those two group one races for the Miracle Mile and then we also have to add in Matt and Eclipse which have had their nominations uh, put through the Newcastle Mile and the Chariots of Fire respectively and then two more positions to be determined. It might be two wild cards from the other races. We will wait and see but that's what's to come on Saturday. Alongside a Team Teal Female Drivers Invitational which is always great to see and three Apologies for that false start when it came to On The Pace, but we're back online now and we're about to chat to Cameron Hart as well ahead of a really busy weekend for Cam, not only with a good book of drives tonight at Penrith, but also uh, several key chances when it comes to those big races on Saturday night at Menangle. Thanks for your time this morning, Cam. And off the back of a super Saturday night last week, you'll be hoping that that sort of form continues on to this Saturday. For sure. Um, you know, it was really good night the other night and had a bit of horsepower to sit behind and it looks like I got a, a few nice chances again this Saturday as well. Yeah, close to a full book as well. The only race that you'll sit out is that female driver's invitational for obvious reasons. But let's chat about the big ones, the group ones, because you've got really good representation in them and a few quite key chances. The first of which is race number four, that Schweppes sprint where you partner up with Majestic Cruiser again. Did he get a pass mark last week? Was it that the race just wasn't run to suit, or was he a little bit disappointing in your eyes? Yeah, the race just didn't really run to suit. He would have been probably better off on the rail as the race turned out. And I thought I elected to stay on, on Luke's back um, early when they went so hard through that first quarter. But once they got that good breather through the second quarter, it, it kind of took us out of play. And um, you know, I gave him the pass mark just with the way the race was, was run and, you know, getting back to Menangle, he always races well there. Is the sprint trip his suited distance? He's always raced so well over a longer distance and saying that he was able to win first up over the mile. But does it just, I guess, taper off that great, I guess, turn of foot that he has because they run it so hard throughout it, it's a little bit hard for him to get a breather? Yeah, he does run well over the longer trip, but... Yeah, like you said, he, he has run really well over the mile at Menangle and he's got really good speed. It probably just comes down to, um, you know, the, the speed of the race. If there's speed on for him, he can come off any pace and, and beat most horses. It's just, you know, sometimes over the longer trip, it can take a bit more out of him and, and he's always the one running home. But if the speed's on for him over the mile, he's, he's still going to be there about. You've dodged King of Swing, which is a good thing, but it's an interesting race, this Schweppes sprint, because when you initially look at it, you probably don't see there to be a lot of early speed. Malcolm's Rhythm's got good gate speed, and a few out wider can probably leave okay, but it doesn't look a race where they'll go a 25-26 opening quarter, or do you think there's a possibility that they could really turn it on? Yeah, it looks that way. There's not a lot of speed there, and probably I see Malcolm's Rhythm's a leader, but Sometimes in those races when you think there's not going to be a lot of speed on, you know, there can be because everyone thinks they might be a bit of a shot at leading. So um, hopefully it works out that way for us because our guy's probably a um, bit better suited just for one run. So, you know, he's drawn fairly well there in four and um, he should get a good trip. 
probably would have been music to your ears when Luke McCarthy's come out this week and said that expensive ego will be drawn positive, uh, will be driven positively because he's probably the horse to to really enforce the pressure in this race. Yeah, definitely. He, um, he was probably in a similar situation to me at Newcastle where he probably just couldn't get into the race really. And, you know, the tight bends up there and trying to make ground, it's not an easy task. So I'm, I'm expecting Luke to be pretty um, positive and, and I reckon they'll probably be running along from the outset. The second of the spring qualifiers is the Allied Express. Your drive here cruise Bromac. You meet King of Swing and you really meet him because you're drawn alongside him in three, whereas he has the two gates. He's been really well back this week, Cruz Bromac. Do you share the same confidence as punters? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I was really stoked with his Saturday run. He showed uh, what sort of horse he is and he gave me a great feel and I think he's near enough to his best again. So, um, you know, when he's at his best, he, everyone knows he's a quality horse and, um, yeah, he's come up with a good draw and probably a bit tricky with King inside of us, but I'll have a chat to Jason and uh, we'll try and work out what the way the uh, the best way to drive him will be. He's got extreme gate speed, which we haven't seen in a in a long time, and he hasn't really had to use it in two runs at Menangle. But just the feel that he's given you, does does like does it give you the suggestion that there's a little bit more there if you ask for it early on Saturday? Yeah, he's definitely uh, he definitely can fly the gate. You know, it's no easy task to, to you know lead off the ten gate over the long trip at Menangle and. He was able to do that pretty comfortable the other day. So he's got the speed there, just, um, you know, whether we have to use it or not, um, we'll try and work that out with Jason um, and see how we go. King of Swing is a very short price saver and deservedly so. And I guess when people see that he's drawn down in two, it looks perfect for him. But is it going to be that straightforward? There's a few gate flyers around. Max Delight is there. He can really run the arm, as can your bloke. And we know how quick Bonsell Benjamin is. So... Do you think there's a possibility that King of Swing won't get it all its own way on Saturday? Yeah, from the inside barrier, you know, it can be a little bit harder to leave um, quicker. So, yeah, like you said, you got Max Delight there that, that likes to run the gate. And Bonzel Benjamin, he's got to come off the 10 gate hard. So, you know, there's going to be a bit of speed there. And, and you know, King could be a, a chance to get in trust. But, um, you know, so that could work in our favour if we decide to to maybe drive our fellow a little bit quieter. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good race and they'll definitely be a bit on early. One of the $200,000 features on Saturday night is the Queen Elizabeth II mile, previously known as the Ladyship Mile, and you've managed to snag a drive here because Diamond Party has made her way into the field as an emergency. She'll go around as a bit of a roughie here. Do you give her any sort of chance? Yeah, she's a quality mare and, you know, she probably hasn't had the the best trips um, in these qualifiers and she was able to sort of work the line okay in a, in the qualifier last week and she's run well against, you know, mares like Fairy Tinkerbell and that before. So she's probably going to need a perfect trip, but she could run, you know, top four if she gets that. Then in the Oaks, this is the one everybody's really talking about because it does look a race in two and you had uh, the task of winning on both fillies when it came to the heats last week. You've stuck with Madrid, a filly that's been really good to you and that you've had a lot of success with. Chris Alford's going to partner Amore Vita once more. You must have been pretty happy when that barrier draw came through on Monday. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a big advantage having that barrier. and you know, She's probably a filly that could have probably crossed from anywhere, but with the good barrier, I shouldn't have to use it quite as much, which has got to be a big advantage. And I was super happy with her run. She 
she's always been a really good high-speed filly, but she really showed her strength on Saturday, you know, first up over the longer trip, and to run a 54-mile was a, a pretty big effort. You got a feel for a more Avita, which most people don't against their, their major rival a week out from a key race, but jumping aboard her, did it fill you with more worry or did it give you a little bit more confidence that you think your filly's right up to her? Yeah, it's probably confused me more than anything. Um, <laughs> I think it's really a flip of a coin job. You know, they're both just great quality fillies. Um, she felt awesome and more Avita and, you know, she's a she's a real nice filly and uh, so is Madrid. So I'm just glad that we've got the barrier draw advantage and, you know, I'm expecting to be in front and, you know, if we're good enough, we're good enough. That's the four group ones. You've also got drives in three of the New South Wales Derby heats for the Jared Elch and Tumby Park combination. I've just seen that your drives have been uh, confirmed. You're sticking with my ultimate Billy, my ultimate Byron, and you have the one my ultimate Baxter in the last of the heats. Just quickly on my ultimate Billy, he seems to have returned in great form. That Newcastle victory was very impressive. And does that bring him into contention for this derby? Yeah, he's a really tough little horse and you know he only had a soft trial um, before his first up run and he was able to you know go up to Newcastle and, and do a tough outside the leader and, and win so um, he's the, the sort of horse if he if there's a bit of pace on he's he's going to be running home well. What have we made of my ultimate Byron were you a little disappointed he was defeated the other day at Newcastle? Yeah, I thought he felt quite good. It's probably more driver error than horse error. Um, you know, I probably should have just let him run a bit more um, around the turn and, and really kick away on him and probably just trying to keep him relaxed and, you know, knowing this, these derby races were coming up, just trying to keep him relaxed for the longer trips. But, um, you know, I was a little bit unlucky with racing, racing like with the winner getting off the fence when a couple of wheels as well. So he felt really good on the line. I probably just should have had him wound up a little earlier than what I did. Does he go forward on Saturday night? Yeah, he'll be going forward. I usually don't really get a choice with him. He loves to run the gate, so I'm expecting him to really bounce back in a, in a strong way. What about my ultimate Baxter? What did you make of his performance over the longer trip last time out? Yeah, I was probably a little bit disappointed. He, he had the the run to you know win the race, really, when, when the winner came from behind him. Um, it was only a pretty slowly run race, and I think he... He's a fast horse, but he's also a strong horse. So hopefully there's a bit more, you know, pace on for him and he'll be getting home a lot better, I think. You'll know a lot more after Saturday night with those heats run. But before that, who do you think is your best derby hope? I'd probably say Miles in the Baxter. He's just a real professional and, and a good little race horse. And he's sort of pretty versatile as well. I think Miles in the Byron's probably got the most ability out of out of the three of them, but um, we just got to hope that he's on his best behaviour. So I think Baxter, he can sort of win from any troop. A great book of drives on Saturday night and some super chances in some big races. You've also got a very strong book tonight for our Sky Sports Radio listeners that want something a little closer. What's your best tonight at Penrith? Yeah, I like um, Clement Sorrell. He's in a, a pretty um, you know even race. He's racing really well at the moment. He, Second the other day was really strong um, in a good race. So I think he's probably got a bit of a drop down in grade tonight and probably ultimate ad as well. He, he won well at Golden on Monday. He's backing up and he should go close as well. Race two, number six, Clement Sorrell. And then a little later on in the card, race seven, number five, ultimate ad. Best of luck tonight, Cam, and 
particularly there on Saturday night at Menangle. We really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Brett. Cam Hart there this morning. So as you can probably tell from that discussion, an enviable book of drives on Saturday night on one of the biggest evenings of racing that New South Wales harness racing and Australian harness racing has to offer. That's what we have to look forward to. Saturday night, the first race gets underway at 6.24, a big 10-race card with those three derby heats as well. All of the markets are available with tab either on the app or the website or in your retail store, so make sure you check them out. In terms of best-backed runners, Cruz Bromac would nearly have to be that with the weight of money that has arrived for him to beat King of Swing in that Allied Express sprint. Tonight, Penrith, as we've just mentioned, Cam Hart has a really good book of drives there. Eight races on the card, 6.23 kickoff time. Nick Eram will be aboard tomorrow at 10.30 to find some winners. Certainly, it's a tricky card on Saturday night with so many quality horses going around, but he will do his very best, and hopefully there's some amongst them. We'll chat again next week here on On The Pace.